Boys be trippin'. Collections. And are you that person? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Amers. How are you? I am well. I am well. I'm doing well. Doing well. Very warm at the moment. I was sitting with the door open because it was a glorious, glorious day. And then it turned into like a mug fest. And I didn't realize it because I was sitting and working. And gradually, like the frog in the boiling water, it got esticatus hot. All and of then a sudden, st- something smells delicious. I stood up <laughs> to relocate, to come see you, And then I was like, blah, 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 what happened to this house? Blah, blah. So I've been running around, closing everything, turning on the air conditi, which is now on again. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? We're in the worst stage where right now you turned on the air conditioning to get yourself to like 70, right? No, oh, 76 trombones. Yeah. The air conditioning is set during the day to automatically come on if it hits 77, which it shouldn't. Ever. But of course, having thing, having everything open, it just got really, really. So then I thought, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a little kickstart and put it down to 76. Dear listener. Why is 70 in the summer different from 70 in the winter? What, what, at what number do you set your thermostat? Do tell. I know. I know. I know the answer. I know the answer. Because my husband's crazy. That's why. That's why. I would like it to be 73 degrees year round. I think that's a fine number. Why do I, why do we have to even deviate? 73. You actually moved to a pretty good place to request that like that's ba, not really ba, unreasonable yeah no so when it's cold outside we set the heat somehow to 68 and that's a negotiation because he would prefer it at 65 not because he's comfortable but because he's trying to win the highest gold star from duke energy that isn't even an award like he's he's in some pretend energy savings race that he's not saving energy he doesn't recycle well he's not (laughs) fixated on any of this This stuff it's one thing (laughs) it's not ecological it's not financial he's just decided that i will win this competition so of discomfort of my family so that happens is that like is that like setting ways or maps to take you somewhere and looking at the time they give you and saying really no okay, one is worse than your husband at this. Accepted, and yes. you can shave. It's like the cannonball run oh, getting in your car. Cannonball. It's a problem. Yes, did, or did death can- race two thousand, or whatever the kids call it. Do you think that stood the test of time? The cannonball run. It ought to have because it was so wildly inappropriate, misogynistic, loose, fast, shitty, and excellent all at once. How could it not? It's Animal House. Animal House was a disaster. Even when you watched it, you thought, I shouldn't be watching this or laughing. And yet I am. Do you mean at that scene where they put a woman in a shopping cart after she was fucking drunk and they had sex with her and then dropped her back off at her husband's house? Is that what you're talking about? I have clearly have not seen this movie in any length of time. No, I think that's I think that's pretty bad. That was probably pretty bad at the time. My favorite terrible thing about Animal House is when one of them climbs a ladder and is looking at someone uh, peep, peep, tomming, peeping, tomming. Yes. He's peeping. He's a peeper. He's looking in the window when he shouldn't. And she's disrobing. And she's just standing there completely facing the window, 
staring out at the moon or whatever, seemingly oblivious to this man whose eyeballs are now like, I don't know, eight and a half feet from where she's physically standing. And she starts to take off her bra and she's doing it so slowly that he can't control himself and he leans backward and misses the whole thing and falls back and nearly dies when he lands fatonkatonk style on the earth as the ladder goes back. He had I it find coming. that funny. I but he did have it coming. That scene. And I find it very funny. I do like that. Because everybody wins in that case. Okay. Here we go. Let the games begin. Hi, dear listener. I'm in the middle of Monday, a very emotional day for me as I sent my son on a world tour. He's going on what Jews do. It's called birthright. When you are a Jewish teen, you get to go for free because the Bromfman family started a foundation and people have paid into it for years since and it sends every tribe tribal teen to Israel to experience some things. And then, of course can't come home after that and tell your parents what a wonderful time you had. You've decided last minute because flights weren't purchased till three nights ago and an Airbnb was, look. Super dumb. Yep. Hives. I already have diarrhea just thinking about him being, well, I think he's pretty safe on his tour. They tour with like the military. They've got an escort. They're great on this trip. It's after this trip what he said, I'm going to, and started naming countries that of recent, I was like, hmm. I'm pretty sure there's some hostility there. I mean, I heard lots of of cities named and they they all made me super wicked nervous. So here we are. I left my kid. He's gone for 20 days, 21, 20, 21 days. Those are good days. That's a lot of days. Yeah. That's great. The first half is in Israel. The second half is like Cyprus. He's going to be in like Crete. Uh, He's, I don't know. I'm going to try to be high and busy for 20 days and just keep checking my phone like a fucking stalker and see if he sent me anything because I'm not going to stalk him. I'm just going to assume he's having an amazing time. This is what we do for our children. Fly. Via con Dios. Please go with God and enjoy. Juicon journey. So where is he? <laughs> how is he? Who and how? Surely he's not deciding to go to these bonus countries for funsies alone surely he's going with others nope just one guy on this trip and then he said uh this guy i'm going with sweet kid we love him he's uh he's not going to come back to israel with me to fly home because that's where his flight home ticket is that they pay for like they've this is a trip that's 79 percent funded and anyway so he's gonna fly home from there he's with one kid and i just kept saying make good choices like if, you're, if you don't feel safe for some reason, if your spidey senses are telling you, the little hairs on the back of your neck are saying, this doesn't look, feel, smell right, get the fuck out of there, wherever you are. Just keep moving, move on, trust your instincts unless they tell you, I would try fentanyl here. Like every <laughs> every instinct, that's really like the ultimate on the spectrum for me of don't ever fucking do this or I'll kill you myself. If, it do- if you don't die immediately, I'll kill you myself. So he's gone. He's one's gone and the other's starting up finals and stuff at, at college. And then it's the summer of beach. Don't be such a beach. And I said to my I called my mother after I left him, which I never do anymore because glutton does not need to be written on my forehead. And I said to her, your grandson's leaving for Israel unless the, is leaving for Israel. Just send him a text. Can you send him a text? That will open up a line. It's generational. 
there, she wants to call and talk. And if he sees her name on his cell phone, he might just throw it in a trash can and walk away. Like he's as willing. He sh- as he should. As he's he willing should. to give as up one does. Snapchat. He's willing to give up whatever he has to not to answer that call. So fine. I said, can you just send him a text that says, I hope you have a wonderful trip and, and take lots of pictures. I can't wait to hear all about it. I love you so much. Like I gave her words. And why am I bringing this to you? Well, first she said, I'm going to call him. I'm like, I'm begging you not to. If you're looking for disappointment, absolutely do it. But trust me, just, and it was like a whole thing. But my question to you is, are you that person? To figure out what person, are you the person who calls your siblings and says, it's mom and dad's anniversary today, don't forget to call. Or are you that person who hears about a horrible death and needs to call everybody and tell them and be the one in the know and sharing information? Are you that person, Amers, Amerwa? No, not in the slightest. And here's why I know I'm not. Go ahead. Everyone always texts me to tell me that these things are getting ready to happen. All the time. I'm not really the best documentarian forgot my anniversary this year but the good news is and I learned it from my friend who forgot it also and which I've like how do you even remember other people's anniversary sent me a text to say I know I'm two days late but I just wanted to say happy anniversary and I texted my husband to say guess what and he's like what I'm like uh happy anniversary and he's like oh shit so we both forgot I don't really do birthdays I don't care I I don't know why they are just a non-event and it's hurtful to others I I know that I should be excited and really into the event that is all about whatever this event is we're celebrating I don't do it I don't do it every day is an event so birthdays are a little weird anyway my point is I'm not that person of keeping track of that sort of thing what I am is the person who, without thinking about it, without writing notes about it, without keeping a little crib sheet, I always seem to know what's going on in terms of your big deal, decision-making, emotional state. Your coworker was really rude to you last week, and so somehow I maybe sent you a text today because I just thought this was the day you needed to hear it, and the second you get that text, you're like, oh my God, I was so sad, and then I got it. Like, I'm somehow connected in that way, but using the human calendar to know <laughs> when you were born, I, that one, it's, 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 it's a stumper for me. Mine is a, um, before you don't do the right thing, I want to nip this and make sure that you're either carbon zero or don't fuck up. For oh example, your father's birthday is, like, I don't know why it's always coming out as a birthday. Like, today's was your grandson's leaving on a trip. It wasn't a birthday. It was a... I know you're not keeping track of this shit because you got your own shit, but wouldn't it be nice if my kids didn't hate you guys? Like, wouldn't it be nice oh, if you oh, did something on your oh, own? Oh, that's that totally different. Dear totally you different. to them. What do you mean? What's different about it? You're not doing it for them. You're doing it for your kids. Of course. I wouldn't do anything for them. Of course. Oh. Okay, that's very funny. I, I <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. People contact me for the recipient. They contact me and say, um, don't forget, your sister's birthday is, you know, a week from now. And that means mine's whenever that is. And I'm like, yep, we got it. And I put it on the thing and I've set reminders and they still maybe somehow reach out to remind that kind of a thing, because it's nice to have a birthday nice. And that's very different than saying, I didn't think, you know, that your niece, you know, 
sterilized a monkey and this is national it's her first anniversary monkey. of right. monkey sterilization day <laughs> let's be sure that you send her the ceremonial chocolate chip pancakes whatever the thing is that you're supposed to do they tell me and i'm like great i, I got that that's got going to that. make your niece feel good right, right so i right. did it so that my son would be like wait maybe that fucking crackhead who was horrible to my mother isn't so bad like I don't want my kids to hate my parents I have I I will take care of all of that like I will be the one but I but they're doing that because they know I would be embarrassed if I didn't know and I didn't tell them I don't think they're doing that because she would be crestfallen if I didn't acknowledge oh I don't think my sterilization day right right so you're not doing this for your parents you're doing this for your kids and I I think people are doing it for me to be nice to me to help me not step in giant buckets up to my tits and shit you you have um you have on our board unexpected penis stories oh my god there are so many i'm gonna give you a and and i know that you did a little bit of traveling this week and i weekend and i saw where you were and you have vomit stories too for me but first i want to tell you in comparison of do you think you were a strict parent? Are you a good parent? Are you a strict parent? Are you? This week, while my son was doing his last minute, let me book an Airbnb, let me book a flight from Pathos to Tel Aviv. To Ethos. And I'm like, is D'Artagnan going to be there? To Sucralos. Are you visiting Sugar as well as the Three Musketeers, where the fuck are you going, son? Oh. Give me an itinerary. We'll call Lesbos. It yes, Lesbos. Yes, that's another good one. Um, I heard, uh, you know, that local patch thing that tells you what's going on in your area. I saw this email to me that said, well, to everyone that said, my daughter found this website. It starts with an L, where you can live chat with random strangers. O L Ola. One of them is a Tiva okay. shoe and the other is a website where you can, as my son phrased it, see lots of dicks. Oh, okay. And what? I said, Mm-mm. I'm sorry, wh- wh- what? I thought I was pretty open about the fact that I was going to go through phones and laptops. You are welcome. Don't no, do anything. No, like there's like a kid one now where it's live webcam. Yeah, there's a kid social media that all the kids know about and very few parents do. It is nothing but open, live, active webcam randomly. So you log on and it will give you X number. This may this part may be wrong that it's automatic and randomly switching like it, it does it on a timer or something. But you show up and you're on somebody's webcam and see whatever they're doing. And then either they see you or it just cycles and you see new ones, new ones, new ones. And it's always dicks. Yep. It's always dicks. I yep. thought you said this was for kids. It's dicks. All and And all I heard from the other room was... Well, don't be ridiculous. I never showed anything of mine, but I went over X, Y, and Z's house. And when I was there, we looked, we talked to people and and we wanted to see how many penises we could see. Who is this? Is this Ethan? That's what he said. He said, yeah, so-and-so did it all the time. And the two times, and here comes the judgment. In the two times, you let me go to his house. And I'm like... You just made it sound like I'm the bad person for not letting you go to an unsupervised go house. Go over to Johnny Peepa Dick's house. And as I don't think that's... Thank you. As you're telling me, this is what you did there. You're just saying, Mom, you were a super strict, correct parent to not let us do... Th- 
I just can't believe that what you just mentioned, that swappy timer, how many dicks can we collect, is a thing. No, I only heard about it because it was on something, the radio, Today Show, something where they're like, parents don't understand social media at all. You've probably heard of Twitter and blah and sang, but you haven't heard of this one. It's Rent-A-Dick or whatever it's called. And all the kids know it. And I'm like, great. So Our kids are past this. They are. Are they, they though? They are. are. They, though? Uh, if they're not, they deserve what they get at this point because we have we have really struck fear in the souls of these children. I just saw 60 kids about to, well, actually there were like four groups. So 240 kids just milling around the Newark airport waiting to get on a plane. These kids were not looking for trouble. I'll tell you that right now. They greeted each other with hugs and kisses and just like the warmest of greetings. They're going to see each other's IRL dicks. They are not getting on. <laughs> Look, they're campy Jews. Like that's what we did. I want to be honest with you. That's what happens when you I go swear, to I swear, I feel like we have to immediately jump into the thing that you asked me to watch because it, it just was so, okay, you say, go. It was so what? Okay, so no, there were so many like penis and, and vomit stories first. I won't like, forget the penises and how can I forget the vomit? Okay. Let's let's stick on Junior Jew Dick because I feel like it's a ripe territory for us. Okay. So I sent Amy to watch Alex Borstein's special, something and something. She does a stand up slash Corsets and clown suits. That one. Corsets and clown suits. Oh, she's deciding, am I am I your monkey? Am I here to amuse you? Or am I a woman who needs to be strapped into it? I love her so much. If you don't know who she is and you have seen, what's her TV show? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. If you have seen her as Susie, the age, her agent, Maisel's agent, she is by far the best thing right now on any streaming service. I fell so in love with her. And it's not just because she carried a plunger to the Catskills and is very Jewy. And that's clearly what I am. Sorry, dear listener. It's, you get what you get. You don't get upset. Um, I love her because she speaks out with sense. And I can't get enough of her. And it was billed as... Season one, episode one, when it was really, I thought, just a special. I think that's what confused you when I sent it to you. Yes. Yes. Did you like it? No. It what? was, It. I don't want to say the word that it was, because even while I continued giving it more of my time and dedicated attention, yeah. I, I, I was trying to come up with a better word than unwatchable. It is <gasps> unwatchable. I, I hung in there for 21 Why? minutes and I had to turn it off, only knowing that it was not going to change and I had seen all I need to see. I never wanted it to end. I wanted My to watch God. it for days. Boy, it, do we disagree. Why? I love her yeah. as a person. I love her in Maisel as a performer. Oh, yeah. I That's do not writing. appreciate what she's doing in this special. And so I have questions, and if I have questions about what I'm watching when I think I'm watching a comedy special, I know I'm in the wrong place. So in the same way that people who super don't get it probably felt this immediate, I am in the wrong auditorium, to really? Hannah Gadsby, that's how I felt, I think. However, I didn't feel that way when I was watching Hannah Gadsby. I, I, it wasn't a comedy show. 
It wasn't entertaining or funny. It felt that like was, homework. That's John's answer to Hannah's special. This Alex Bornstein was giving a lecture that I could have given funnier and better. She was trying to educate. It was, I didn't get what was happening. I didn't get what was happening. And I, I didn't find, even as she was landing the jokes, they weren't landing. And it's a shame because I agree with everything she's saying. I didn't. That's why I, I don't understand why. Where is the where is the because thread it that was homework. Tie? It was a lecture. It was it was didactic. It was on the nose. It was a complaint. She wasn't funny. She was. Oh, I not, loved it. What was funny about it? What made you laugh out loud? It, it was crude. And the times that it was crude, I thought I, uh, I don't really love crude humor. Sometimes I'll go along with it or it'll rope me in and I'm embarrassed how much I like it because it's got me like Ali Wong does that sometimes. But even Ali Wong, it's hard for me because she's so crude. Right. But this was it. It felt I don't know. Like what? When she said things like, I'm going to go get an abortion today. I don't need one, but I'm going to get one. Like that no, kind that of thing where crude. she says, I'm going to get all- one every day because I can and until I can't. Like, that was a joke, and she was making a joke, and it was an okay joke, and I get it. I see what she's doing with that, right? No problem there. What, what did, is it a Jewish thing that I loved it so much? I don't know. I felt like she was trying to rip off Maisel, like she was trying to somehow be the character in Maisel and wasn't really living up to that. I felt like she was angry, but not angry enough. Like, it was very weird. I f- I'll finish the sentence. I felt like she was angry, but not angry enough. She wasn't... George Carlin, she wasn't, um, I can't think of any female angry people, so I'm only coming up with men, and that's not by design. Joan but Rivers was pretty Chris angry. Chris Rock. Yeah, but Joan Rivers also had a persona, a shtick, that was so overt that she was almost as if you were talking to her at a cocktail party, and she was she was m- mobs, mobs Mosley, mobs Mosley, whatever, Mate, I'm saying that right. wrong. Mate, whatever, whatever. In that, she was you were both in on the joke and outside of the joke at the same time. And it was clever and it was shocking. I guess maybe for, for me, I wasn't drawn to it immediately because I didn't find the first five minutes. They didn't evoke a laugh. They didn't evoke any humor. She was saying things to me that I understood to be true as facts. So it was a list of facts that was, that was being read to me as facts. Yeah. And I was like, okay, when she sang that song about Linda Hamilton, that yeah. was cute. That was fun. I thought, okay, now it's now she's warming up. She's going to relax into it, and it'll be funny. Then she was engaging with the other guys on it. it, it just it she never brought landed. two guys with her Nothing who played landed. music, and they sang together. She comes from being married for over twenty years, having a couple of kids, and then getting divorced, and being like, "What the fuck do I do now?" So she moved, and she met these two guys, and they put together this show which you clearly hear that Amy and I completely disagree about. She is t- was talking about the dichotomy between having women be funny as they as was in Maisel or or bombshelly as was in for I guess Maisel too. So that's the relation. But my question is more, do you think I loved it the way I did because I know her and her story and her grandmother's story? Where she I, I don't stood. know. I I know her grandmother's story as she mentioned it once in the Oscars, and I I love her three thousand times more for even hearing that brief blip right about her heritage and her background and how powerful it was, and the fact that even she had her parents there when she was doing all this ridiculous, sickening stuff, and they were sitting there looking at her like I can't believe I'm still sitting here. 
So I just don't think any of it was sickening. Like, I don't know. Like, she's making like cock jokes and her dad's right there. And she's like, you told me this fucking mouth was either going to earn me money or put me in jail. And here I am. Guess what? I'm earning money. The the it started there and then it was pantomiming the open vulva in people's faces and walking around the stage and and that I was like where uh, we've got it we got that you've got genitals make it funny I like I I here's the thing I really like that woman who you find literally unlistenable because of her voice and you agree with everything she says she's very curly haired blonde hair she did the White House dinner one time I'm never going to remember her name she Michelle, no, I love She's Michelle Alpha. Wolf. Michelle Wolf, I'll watch her do anything, but at right. like ten minute mark, I'm like, oh my god, I'm my like, ears I have are to bleeding. Get a Q-tip because, yeah. <laughs> my ears are bleeding. <laughs> she knows her voice is awful, but I love her. I think she's fantastic, Michelle Wolf. This right? Thing, this thing with Alex, uh, she wasn't. It, it. I just felt, for me, nothing landed, and it didn't pull me in. So I could. I sat alone watching this show. Hearing you in my mind laughing at all the jokes. I love right? it. I heard you sitting next to me going, can you believe this? I heard you shaking with laughter as I was like, get to the next joke. Is there another joke? Yeah. In the same way yeah. that I watched that that little dicky show that is unwatchable and not funny. Uh, I don't I get it. Him too. I fundamentally also don't a get Jew. It. Are you just coming out now no, as just anti-Semitic? What is happening? They're both incredibly, everything is crude and related to sex in ways that are really... I'm being overly dramatic about this, but the w- the word that I'm trying not to say is lazy. They're just, it wasn't a clever, there was no reason for her to immediately dive into genitals and stay there. And that seems to be that all he does. And the rest of it relies on delivery, which is good, and the actual written joke, which sometimes is good. So, I mean, in that case, I feel like you have to give him you have to give him a warm a rollout. You have to watch a little bit of the show to get into the character and want to see what's happening with these people. And that never really engaged me. In her case, it's stand up, so it's the jokes. It's got to be the jokes right out of the gate. And I I should go back and watch the remaining hour of this thing that I decided I I, I pressed stop to see how much longer I had to go. That's a bad sign. And there was an hour left, and I thought I can't I can't. And then I thought, how am I going to come here and podcast about this? Because I know you would only ask me to watch it. Because you love it. Ugh, because it's so it. great. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. Um, we are going to agree to disagree. I-, I think I have an advantage here. One, because I've seen it and you haven't. Um, Does it change? Um, <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. All right. Which will make you crazy. Um, but I, <sighs> I think Alex Borstein is a fucking treasure. And uh, I liked seeing her parents. I always like seeing performers' parents in the audience. I know they're going to be gross, but somewhat in check because mom and dad are there. She just seemed nervous. And she continued to say, yes, yes, like trying to get people engaged because no one was laughing. And it was a thin room. It was like, you're paying for this special. Buy some ringers who laugh. Like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Right. They, um, I thought it was interesting that they did not pay to see that show. It was a weird mix of people. At what to point she going- said, you know, it's free. And I was like, it feels free. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was a little disappointed in the audience, a hint, um, until they put the camera on them. And I saw a young Asian couple. And what the fuck do they know about 
I don't know, her needing an abortion or him thinking like they just they're not they're not her audience. Like so when you're giving away a free ticket, there are absolutely places where you could give them away better for this for this kind of show. I am surprised that you did not like it. And I will. You have hit the nail exactly on the head and I know why I didn't like it. I absolutely now know why I didn't like it because I was so I can't I have what we call in my house. I have the Charlie Brown syndrome, Charlie Brown complex. I cannot stand for even a second having somebody be embarrassed. I can't, I can't do it. It's, it is the Mallory worst. has that problem too. I cannot, too. and I will not participate to the point where I don't even like call in shows because invariably the person calling in will embarrass themselves. And I don't want to feel the embarrassment they ought to feel if they were so stupid. <laughs> if they were smart enough. Right. <laughs> so she was up there and the first six minutes are her being embarrassed and having a bad show. That's exactly what the first six minutes are. That's intentionally, a though. She's doing it. In- What's good about that? She's doing it intentionally. She's wearing a massive clown collar to say the same way Joe Pesci and Goodfellas said, Am I, do I amuse you? Am I here to amuse you? I don't think that's what that was. I, I read it differently. I think that Tig Notaro delights in embarrassing herself through through embarrassing her and in watching other people be uncomfortable through her own mortification right but her her sting always is at herself and other uh, people uh, are like also oh, true yeah cancer also you true took and, your Tig, shirt off. and tig's whole shtick is i already know that i'm weird and you know i kind of love it and if you're here you're getting ready to love it too because i'm gonna make you love it like there's just something about it that you can't stop watching with alex it when you say to me these words, I get it instantly in a way that makes me now feel sad, which I don't want to feel like this was not her crowd. Why were these people assembled there? I felt from the stage that she was not killing. And if I am literally paying from my home in, in a form to watch on Netflix, I'm expecting my expectation was that you are going to kill it, and that's why I'm watching it. If I had gone to see her in her first ever show and she was bombing, I would instantly have a reaction, but it would also be that I'm in this with you. I don't want you to bomb. I'm going to clap louder than I everybody else. I want to see. I'm going to change the tenor and motion in this Listen room. Listen more. She brings him around. Listen more. But I, th- I thought- she bombed in the beginning, and it was not so. a choice. I thought she was fantastic, and I loved it. I will it. watch it again. Completely. I will watch it again. I, too, will watch it again to see your point of view and see if it, Affects oh, it, it all my, my hurt my soul it was so hard. Well, I don't want that. Then maybe you shouldn't <laughs> watch it again. Um, okay, so you saw genitalia f- mocked genitalia. Where are these unexpected penises? God bless America. Besides they're on everywhere. that app that all of they're, our kids are going to everywhere. Why do people keep talking to me about penises? I don't want them. I've never wanted them to come my way and I always end up with more than I need forever how many my do you whole need life how many do you need one is fine thanks if it's the right one that's fine one I'm works fine super one is we gets it done one one and done I don't know so, is the second one attached to nothing oh what's the second what are they attached to they're just it's just everywhere there is uh, in mixed company, having a cocktail, one of the women starts out of nowhere, starts saying, so my coworker sent me this email about children's genitalia, and I just want to tell you about, thank you for the face. Thank you for the face. I'm sorry, How can I exit children's genitalia? How can I exit this conversation fastest? Stage what? left. What now? What? 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 And just blah, 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 blah. You're wrong. 
wrong. Even in a medical setting, wrong. Can we wrong that? Okay. Children. Yes. Super gross. No. I already told you two podcasts ago that the woman walked for me with me from the lobby all the way to the beach telling me about her cat's penis. No. Then I had a listener write in and say, we had a cat go through sex change therapy service because the cat's penis also had to be lopped off and stuck back in the backside, some kind of urethra, something. Everybody with a dick story. I visited a friend this weekend who happens to be a nurse. And of course, I happen to be totally inappropriate always. And I was <laughs> play, play arguing with her son and I called him a dick hole, as you do. And she said, that's a urethra. And it was like, that's not. That's not how you chastise me. So anyway, so That's dicks not were how you everywhere. Send a slur, right? Shut up, urethra. And I should just call it out. This same friend has an anatomically curious animal. So in addition to having a regular penis on this dog, he has what I call second penis because he has a skin tag that has formed into like a teardrop shape that has become large enough that you think it's a second lipstick, and it dangles directly in front of the primary lipstick and when he walks and talks it shakes back and forth like one of those pickup truck false stainless steel ball sculptures so it's shocking and guess what the vet said what it's not bothering him okay. you need to change vets you need to change vets at that point dear listener i saw this uh thing hanging Dong from dangle. this dog it it's not what you're picturing I promise you what you're picturing is a skin tag. You're picturing something on your neck that got caught on your necklace. You're picturing something on Nana that was something on someone you saw that was like, oh, I could three millimeters. I could push it to the left. I could push it to the right. Is it discolored? That's gross. What are the 10 things that AOL used to tell me I could use lemon and sour cream to get this off my neck? No, dear listener. No, picture a a banana. This hung as long and as low as this dog's already impressive penis. It hung. It swung. It swung. Picture the spider at the bottom of the web he just did. It was going back and forth. Back. It was disturbing. And I'll bet you anything it is bothering him because I have never pet that dog and it's bothering me right and we judge him and you don't want to be judged by others I mean the vet should get this the vet should understand that cosmetically how they look is important to the people who care for them we got to get that shit cut off you're out of your mind you're out of your mind if you don't think my dogs feel better after being groomed when that shit is taken off and he can lick freely and not lick floss lick floss lick floss every time he goes down there to clean up it is it was gross and I thought this friend that you visited has so much going on in her life so many she you mentioned it's a lot of things yeah you mentioned that she's a nurse it's kind of like having the shoemaker, the cobbler's kids are all <laughs> wearing cracked out shoes with no, like wearing the prom shoes that your middle boy wore. Like, why is the cobbler's son look like that? Well, this nurse has only uh, illnesses around her for, for which, for whom she needs to give care. This dog could have been the one creature that did not have a problem that this nurse needed to take care of. But no, 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 he couldn't. This guy and has brought a second dick. 
I don't understand how it got that long. Like, what was the time frame? It's alarmingly long. Uh, let me just, it's, it is, in fairness, it is the length of a human thumb, just for length purposes. So it's attached at his belly, his underside. Did you right? line up your thumb with his No, I'm tag? looking at my thumb okay. now. It's the length of a, hum- of a that's female a human I thumb. I would have wanted. And it's narrower than that. It's not as thick and stubby as your thumb is. Right, right. It's teardrop shaped. It's a but skin tag, dear listener. You know what that is. And it makes you think, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and why is it so near me? And and ick. It and makes you think all these things simultaneously at the same. You know, in my house, I've been gaslit so many times that I... That's just, not true. I just figured it out and I'm like screaming, right? I don't, wait, what? In my house, I hear phrases like, well, you know, I'm hard of hearing. I can't hear you. And then when I raise my voice to get my point across, why do you always have to yell? Why, why are you always yelling? I, uh, I, I don't, I, I'm yelling because you just fucking told me that you can't hear anything. I was on a one-on-one walk with my spouse and I said, Please put the dog in the backyard before you come back for a second lap. And he came back and I said, I said, even if she's outside for extra whatever, she's outside. She's not doing anything. Comes back. Did you let her out? No. You know, Melissa, I'm hard of hearing. I think you're hard of listening. (laughs) I think you're hard of paying attention. I think you're hard of many things. But I, but when I tell you in a louder voice, I'm the fucking lunatic for yelling. I don't like this game anymore. I can't win either way. That's, would you play a game that you could never win? I feel like that's the game of life. No, I don't like this comment from I'm hard of hearing. That seems like some, that seems like it's supposed, it's a joke that didn't land to continue with my previous tirade. That's what it feels like. Because no, you are not. No, you are not. That's a lie. That's a lie. I know a lie when Don't I hear it. Don't make me defend him. In his defense, he lost almost almost half hearing in one ear after a wedding that you oh, attended. Oh, for fuck's sake. What is he? George Bailey fell asleep and went in the lake and had to get pulled out by those mother kids? Correct. All those people died, George. Harry wasn't <laughs> there to save those kids in the war. That's not how Clarence talks, but anyway. So... I just can't be told both things or I'm going to lose my shit. You thought I was loud before. Tell me again. I'm yelling after you tell me you can't hear. Well, how about this? Why don't you just do what I fucking said? Or why do I have to tell you what to do? Don't you know? You went to all those years of school. You can't figure out where the dog's supposed to be. Not a lot of choices. Not a lot of choices. I, I just, Am I right? I won't be told. I can't hear and stop yelling at the same. Like that to me is I just. I won't be told. I, I won't be told. This is the way. That's all I have to say. I will not be told. I have I spoken. I, I love it. I have spoken. Um, I went ready for a giggle. I've asked you previously, do you collect anything? I think I do. And, and I forget that yeah, I do. Every time you forget. Meanwhile, when we're finished and we log off, you say, oh, my God, I have all of these cookbooks <laughs> right here in the room with me. I have all of these clocks right here in the room. I have all these spoons. I, look right here and to the left. and to Spoons, vases, art, books. I think art is your biggest wine. collection. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And wine, but that political figures fluctuates. Mm-hmm. I went to Target, and inside most Targets now, I feel like there's a Starbucks. Yes. You got that? Starbucks, 
has all of those mugs with the names of the cities and states on them. And you love love those, right? I do. I love some of them. I wish they were uniformly loved by me. Yes. Yeah. They're not uniform, period. Or they would be uniformly loved by you. Some of them get weird. Um, They also have the same way the... You know, basic bitches out there grabbing the Stanley mugs right now. Whatever. Oh, my God. Duh, duh. Yes. Whatever that mug of the month thing is, or really it's a tumbler of the month. Yeah. It's a 45 ounce metal thermos style canteen that basic bitches walk around with a straw so that they can get their water goals. And here's another way you can get your water goals. You can drink your fucking water instead of lugging around an igloo cooler like some kind of whack job. And those cups constantly. $60, $60, I'm here to tell you. They're ridiculous. Target was selling them for a while, and they had a and run on heavy. them. Yeah, they're no. They're oh, my fair. God. They're heavy without fluid in That's them. That's it. Right? Yes. No. So no. you fill yes. them with your 45 ounces of whatever you're drinking and suck that down for the course of the day. Yeti has one, too. The Yetis, I think, are a little nicer. I'm not going to lie. And they're not as ridiculous. I'm going to tell you, Starbucks also has another tumbler. <gasps> That is probably all lighter, like lighter weight. It's plastic. It's probably about 40 ounces as well. It's huge. It's really big. And it's plastic. And the outside is lots of different colors. Lovely. Um, some of them are jeweled. Some of them are oh, yes. 3D jeweled. Yes, flat yes, jeweled. yes. Summer colors, dark winter colors, light up, or all this. I don't think they have light up. That was just me being ridiculous. They well, have, they're iridescent. They're, they're they pink, are iridescent tumbler cup. Yes. <laughs> tumbler cup. So I am leaving, and I see there's a sign that says sale, and a whole basket of these tumbler cups. And when you have children who are Uh-oh. anywhere from 13 to I don't give a fuck. They're walking in your house and they take things to go. Shit walks. You can go into their bedrooms and look around and say, oh, this is mine, this is mine. And you can bring back, actually, you can probably bring back more oh cups and I have plates to, I have and to mugs. bring a cart upstairs, yeah. Conveyor belt to be able to get it all back. You need a dumb waiter. So bad. You it's, are the like dumb waiter. I am. Emphasis on dumb <laughs> that you I'm doing this shit. You are the dumb waiter. Jiminy crack whore biscuits. For I've you to it. slide a door, put all of there, and then have it show up in the kitchen would be fucking magical. They could do oh, that God. themselves. So there's a sign that says they're on sale. I think they're usually like twenty to fifty. They're like between twenty, probably twenty dollars, and the iridescent ones probably thirty. Right, twenty and thirty. Well, it said sale, and I wanted to know what they meant by sale because <laughs> it's a big they tumbler. They mean many things. Most yeah. of my shit has walked. This one's a dark blue-green. I kind of like darkness because, you know, it's me. Hi. I'm the Hello, problem. Darkness. It's me. My, my old, old friend. friend. <laughs> I quoted Taylor, and you went for my boys. I'm so jealous. I should have gone there first. So I, I scan it. I take it right out of Starbucks and I walk over to the self whatever and I scan it and it's like $12. And I thought, ooh, that's I'll a nice that. sale. That's half off. Like I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, so that I, I paid for it. it there real quick because there's a long line at Starbucks and it's all the same shit. And she said, how many do you have? The girl in front of me, I'm sorry, was holding two of them in her hand. Good story, Melissa. She's holding two, one with the gems and the iridescences, the yes. iridescenosity. And the other one was the one I was holding, the dark one. 
And she said, how many do you have? And I said, well, if I buy this one, that will make um, one. Oh, my God. And that's what she said. Oh, my God. And I said, are you good? You okay? I said, how many do you have? She said, between 40 and 50. Do you want the answer I tell my husband or do you want the truth? What in the world? What in the world? Um, yeah, people are collecting all the mugs. You kind of knew when quarters came out from every state. Somebody And they issued a collector's thing for those quarters. I think they did that, too, for the mugs with the states on them. It's finite. You were in the presence of a beanie baby queenie. Yeah. This is These things do not have value. Not they to anyone else. Right. Not right, even right. to Starbucks. They're half off. That's I don't. True. I mean, my God. <laughs> not even to Starbucks. <laughs> no, Melissa. They're just giving that Lord shit away. Lord above. Well, it's, I, we, that's the hardest part of falling in love with these temporal objects because you get a favorite mug, it gets a chip in it, and nobody's going to make it again. You can't replace it. It don't exist. It wasn't that valuable to begin with, but now all of a sudden, it is the holy grail of mugs. And I spend hours and hours combing on craptastic garage dot Yahoo yep. net Mercari eBay. How do you think I got all of those Ray Dunn mugs that say right. brilliant on them? It's right. our podcast. It's our name. It's our everything. So, but you said it. It has no value to anyone but the girl with the chipped mug. She's going to get divorced. <laughs> her husband is going Over to leave these mugs, her number one. She has, right. She said, if you're not talking to my husband, 58. This, this would make 60, the two she was holding. Okay. And even the whole conspiratorial, I'm going to share with a stranger, my <laughs> porcelain habit. I think you're just so weird. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm, I have been re-motivated is the wrong word. I'm going to claim it because I want to be re-motivated to clean oh, like all that. of my filth and to, to reduce. Because one of the people that I was hanging out with on this visit uh, is like really in a bad way with hanging on to too much crap wasn't my friend and this other person and I who I've known for a long time we were joking and laughing and comparing stories of that person's secret frightening room and my office and it got to the point where I had to say it's not a competition because it kind of felt like one like look how bad mine is and it's like if you're doing that I don't want to be in the look how bad mine is business so I got to do better. Did they I win gotta, at least? Did they win? Yeah, I, I think because it also got to the point where no images were produced. Because okay. <laughs> it was like, I don't even want I'm you to too see. too embarrassed to show you. Trust me. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And I mentioned the red rectangle of trash and, I, and all the things I'm trying to do. And so I did 15 minutes of cleanup today. What room did you pick? Office. office. 15 minutes of office cleanup. You, What you can see behind me is this side didn't get touched. But the other side is touched. I don't know if you saw it before, but that's clean. He's looking. I'm turning so you can see. I'm looking, but I see a beautiful room. I don't see anything on any chair. I don't. You see would have seen oh. a lot of shite piled up. Shazer just sitting them, there. Them chairs and floors and things. So I'm trying, and like everything else, fifteen minutes. Eat a little better. Do a little better. Throw out more objects. <sighs> I started with don't put it down, put it away months ago. And I have put more things away, but when things don't have a place, 
You need to make a place. I'm fucked. Right. I'm right. Fucked. Right. And now TikTok's got my fucking number somehow. So do you remember <laughs> you were only getting zit poppers and you're like, I do not know what you see in this. I fucking don't app. even know where that began. Now I actually get the horse hoof doctor who wants to come sheep shearing and horse hoofing. I get a lot of that still. Um, which I do find fascinating, but the well, it's satisfying watching this massive round ball turn into a very skinny dog-like creature. And the hooves are so painful, and there's always something in there, and they get it, and the guys are like, "Yay, I'm a happy animal now!" Before I die, of watch me so- canter. Oh, before you eat me, watch me canter right <laughs> into the slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh yeah. Boo. Killing killing animals. That's a good joke. So I'm <laughs> that Alex Borstein did not make, by the way. That was not on her in her repertoire. I will watch it again. And even as I was watching it, maybe it was because I was too warm. I already told you the house was like unnaturally warm and I didn't really recognize. So maybe I just got over irritated and it was all these things. In any event, I'll I'll give her another shot. She deserves another chance. She does. I'll, I'll give her another chance. The point I'm making to you is TikTok now wants to bring you all these tips for how to not be, you know, a, a slobby slob. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and they are so ridiculous. This woman is pushing around like basically a housekeeping cart that one would have in a hotel. Right. She's pushing it. She's fashioned it. It's like a giant laundry cart. And she's got a 15 gallon drum Rubbermaid trash can inside the cart and then a laundry basket in dangling off the cart. And she's pushing it because she's decided that there's only four categories of objects in any room. And they're uh, dishes, plates, kitchen, kitchen items, trash, things that have a home and things that don't. That is the problem. The things, and things that, that don't. don't have a home, things that don't have a go home ahead. go into her cart. And they get removed from the room via the cart. So laundry goes into the laundry basket on the cart. Cleaning products are strapped to the outside of the cart so she cleans as she goes. Where trash she goes in the trash that? bin. that? Like where would you even put that in your house? Like I guess she has a secret not my problem room where the <laughs> stuff goes. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Do you have a junk know. drawer in your kitchen? It's called my office. So it's real no. close to your kitchen. I don't. We we had one for a while and I it's I it's not a junk drawer. It has all the dividers and a ca- and right now and occasionally the dividers get slightly overgrossed, but it is not a junk drawer, meaning I have way too many rubber bands and twist ties in the rubber band twist tie section and they're sticking out and I should just stop keeping them because now I have too many. So how many do I really need? I've started throwing out paper bags. I feel like I really deserve a a street-long confetti-laden parade over how I throw out paper bags because that was that's a psychological shit. It is. You're right. It is. There was also the the person on the patch when I was checking out, you know, that website of dicks. Um she one of the other patch people said I don't have any problem with people who are no longer carrying plastic bags, making you pay 15 cents for a paper bag that will make you either remember to bring your reusables or you'll pay for it. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But she said, I ordered fast food and the little paper thing that French fries come in. Yeah. You on the receipt, there was an extra charge for that bag, which was never plastic and was always paper almost wax um pa- wax has 
more integrity to it and your fries have more grease to it. So that makes sense. She said on her receipt and she put a picture up that she was charged for that little bag that holds the French fries, something that never had plastic in it in the first place that they moved to. And she lost her shit on the patch. It's like the new I'll complain here about everything site that I now just delete when I see it because I I can't hear everybody else's problems. My kid's in the Middle East in six hours, so I'm going to throw up. Are you really? I'm nervous. Thinking, are you, is, tell me why you're nervous. Are you nervous because he could be anywhere in the world that far away and you would be nervous? Or are you uniquely nervous because of the places he's choosing to be? That's where I'm curious. Because your nervousness exists on multiple levels. Oh, I to- concur, endorse, agree, yes. Um, I'm Bing! not. I'm not ding. I'm not nervous when my kids are at college because they are well, tucked are, away. Yeah. They are in a safe I convince myself they're in a safer place. Meanwhile, my daughter said somebody took some drug and went to the beach and died from her yeah. college and I was like, yeah. uh, yesterday? She said, "Yeah." Uh, I, did you know, Did you know them? Are you okay? Don't do acid. Like I, I don't. Is that something I have to tell you not to do acid? What year is this? Um, so when they are at school, I have a There's false an sense of yeah. security that yeah. at least they have a mission. They know they have work to do. They know they can party. Look, when I see kids, and my son is included, with forty ounce drinks duct taped to each hand and they are doing Edward Forty hands and they Bork. cannot pee yeah. or do anything until they finish eighty ounces of alcohol. I'm not happy about it, but I know they're and I express that I'm not happy about it, but not to them, to my spouse. And I I accept a certain degree of last week we talked about boys being boys. Well kids being kids. A certain degree of it. I do think we raise them in a way that they do think and they do, right. You're in a part of the country where shit blows up because of of righteous, unrighteous, wars that are going on and, and people who are willing to die, zealots. There are zealots there. I asked my husband on the drive home from the airport, do you think the world outside of our country thinks it's safer to do the trip we just put our son on than it is than to, to live send in them Texas to a yeah. high school in the U.S. of A. And he said, probably. So that like I'm trying to talk myself off the ceiling, off the roof with this thing. I'm more concerned about after this trip, because I know this trip has been going on since before I was of age. It's to a do well it. oiled machine. Right. This this is basically a cruise. Right. It's a landlocked cruise. Yes. They Although- they they know how to move the people. They are, everyone's familiar with the group coming through. It's just new faces this the time. The dynamics of it, the age, yeah. the, everything that's involved. And then comes the last day when you say goodbye to everybody from the trip. And then what? My son has to navigate to an Airbnb to then get back to the airport to fly into. That's what we're doing. Pathos so I'm, I'm, into, okay. Proof of life. Who, That's what I asked for. Proof of life. Well, every day. let's let's break it down because I'm in the process of doing this very thing, and I created an option for my son, and I continued to add on facts as as options, hoping and and praying that he would agree with me that the facts that I was presenting suggested only one outcome, and that's that I get to go. So instead of sending him overseas where he'll live for 
three and a half months to study for a semester abroad, instead of having him do that completely on his own and then be visited by us, I said, what if I were to go with you and get you settled so that when you step off the plane, you're not just looking around like, how do I leave this airport? Like if I just get you set up. He's not going with a program of all these other kids who are flying together and they're, they are, they are going room. It is, it is no different than going for fall semester here in the States to this campus in the sense that you show up on campus and we will accommodate you. Okay. But there is no, we're not, we're not fly. You are responsible for your own transportation. You, you show up when you show up, you bring your bag, you manage your okay. business. You'll have a place to stay. Okay. You won't have a, there is no food plan. So you'll have to figure out your food while you're here. Um, transportation is included the whole time you're here. But not airfare, right? So, so anyway, so now the plan is. What's his answer to your mommy should come with you for college? I said, is it? Well, this is what I was going to ask you about your son. I said, now let's talk about you getting there. Is it more fun for you? Does it feel like the right thing for you to do to do this completely on your own and then just be visited by us? Because we're coming whether you want us to or not, because we want to go to this city. It ain't about you. We're not, right. We're not risking missing this opportunity. Yes. Oh, by the way, ex- this is the excuse. Suck it. Melissa yeah. and Stewart coming too. by the way. Bingo, bango, bingo, <laughs> yes. bingo, bingo, bango, bango, bingo, bingo, bango. So all that's happening. And I said, so it occurs to me that oh, I said, or would you feel better if either both of us planned our trip about getting you settled and then just left when you were settled, like that's when our vacation was, or if I came twice, like I came just to get you set up and settled, make sure everything's cool, you're relaxed, and then we go out to I dinner. Leave. I leave yeah, yeah. and come back. You go do your thing. A month. And his first answer was, "Let me think about that." And then at the end of the, and as we continued to talk through, he's like, "Well, why would I want that?" Like he hadn't even put the thought into what's going to happen logistically. Then he said well, why don't I just ask my roommate what he's doing? Because it might be that we could just connect. I said, okay. Because he had already been invited by two girls to go to Poland and Greece prior, like over the summer, so that they would just hop around and then end up in Prague. And he decided to not do that because he wants to... um, Summer. He didn't want to deal with his... No, he's taking classes all summer. He didn't want to deal with moving his bag around and all the rest of it. And I'm like, you can move a bag. Girls want to go with you to Greece? What is wrong with you? But he's taking physics, so whatever. I don't know. He's He is his own person. <sighs> so was your child excited to be shake the mommy coil and just go off and do it? Or was he a little bit grateful that he was in a pack of 300 kids, you know, tribe members, as you call them, all going the same place at the same time? I, like, how was that whole thing? I made sure there was somebody to let my dog out. I asked my girlfriend <laughs> if she could come because we were driving two hours to an airport. I thought we would be there for at least an hour to say goodbye. Uh, we, Stuart's coworker, his daughter is going on this trip. So the very same trip, very same bus, very same everything. So I thought we would talk to them there and, and they, the kids would go and do whatever. No, we were two. He and I were two of six total parents who made it inside the airport. And what does that mean? Does that mean Nothing. we're overprotective assholes? Does that mean I love my kid more than they love their kid? Does that mean... I don't think it means either of those things. I think it means both. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you believe it. It's true. I think so it how does this both. work? Is this like a once a year pilgrimage so that you get on, so that it always happens at the same time? Or is it on a rolling basis like every month they're going and doing this? I think 
on I think next Sunday our kids leave Monday next this coming Sunday another group leaves they have all of these so it's always happening always 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 usually on a winter break summer break that's not really during the year as much during academic year because their goal is to take college students and I don't know who you think you're taking if you're taking them September 15th like that's not really a peak time for this kind of trip or they have one as opposed to the 30 that are going to pass through there's a mountain in Masada and the the story behind Masada is you're running from troops and you all get to the top of this mountain and there is a mass suicide these people are coming to kill you and these Jews said I'm going out my way not your way you're not going to do it and they there was a mass you climb this mountain and somebody reads the story with you and everybody's moved you do it at sunset you do it at it's devastating it's like going to Yad Vashem or DC to the Holocaust Museum and you're given a little passport of a kid or an adult or an older person and you go through and you find out what happens to you from your passport after you walk through a room full of shoes and teeth like it's just a a a moment that you will never forget and you're all there together and you're all what the fuck led me to this um everybody devastating next and they bring in the next group of right like happy birthday exactly so it is jesus it is everything and intense and it is and then Next, like it is a fine oiled machine. And that is why I I said, yeah, you should definitely go on birthright. And oh. did you go? And did Stuart go? My parents how wouldn't how let long me go. has this been happening? What? My parents wouldn't let me go. He said, I want to be a world traveler. And I said, I wish it for you. I want you. Well, to have- he's well on his way. He's been to more places than I would venture to say. Ninety seven percent of the United States citizens have. He's a very, very well traveled young man already. So there you have it. Good for you. I, I want it for him. And then I'm going to get to go to the Czech Republic with you. Yes, you sure are. Yes, you hell yes. Um, it looks really great. I didn't know anything about it. I still don't. But gorgeous. of course, Dr. TikTok wants to share with me now all the top five things to do and how cool it is and how groovy it is and exciting and everything fantastic. and rah, rah, rah. It's lovely. It's fantastic is the loveliest part of the Czech Republic is the architecture isn't that funny? And that is what your kid is going for. And it is just like gothic-y. It, it's, it's so beautiful. Here's what happens when you say go, you know, studying in Prague. That is my favorite city I've ever been to. I've heard that about nine times. And then the rest of the time I'm like, where's that? So most people, you know, the people who know are amazed and astounded. And it is top five or top three ever, which is so weird to hear. Why? Because you think Paris, you think someplace yeah, that everybody Paris. Barcelona okay. is another one that yeah, sure. architecturally okay. is just mind blowing. Hey, Brian, we have time for a vomit story. Oh, my God, the vomit story. So I saw this friend. This was a concocted. Haven't seen you. Good Lord. I'm tired of just talking to a screen. I'm getting in the car. Six hours. Here we go. So it was just a nice weekend. No reason. Let's make it happen. Fantastic favorite. fest. Happened to be the same weekend that her super cute historic downtown was doing an art and wine festival. So the whole downtown was closed off, walk through the streets, everybody free pouring wine, look at the art, have fun, super beautiful day, just relaxed, relaxed. And while we were there, of course, getting easily lit up on all this wine, she says, okay, so the last time I came to this thing, I was with my friend and I couldn't believe it. 
because she was so smooth, she there's like we were standing next to a kind of a grassy, giant, steep, cliffy hill, right? That sort of bordered the street where we were. Kay. Like it was just like an you know. So um so she said, You see that you see that over there? And I'm like, Yeah. Uh she just said, uh, well hang on a second. I've just got to go over here. So she stepped over to the side and then stepped back and was wiping her mouth. And she had, in that amount of time, stepped off to the side, threw up, and then came back. And nobody would have known if she didn't just say, she's like, what'd you do? Did you have to, like, straighten your shirt or something? And she's like, no, I just had to throw up a little bit. So she just went over to the side. I was like, you are a fucking pro. You were in the presence of a pro. And she said, get that. Okay, so that was the funniest story. We are like, oh, my God, how impressive. I'm so in awe of this woman who could just vomit and rally and still be clean in the street at a party and not get caught. It was very cool. Can you end with at 50? It was super cool. It was super cool. Because then the other friend. you did that with all of those girls in college and and hand through the hair kept moving. I throw up a lot. I do throw up a lot. But I mean, at 50 to do that and be a pro that way. Respect, woman. Respect. It was mad respect. But then here I have Uh a totally different kind of respect for a different set of friends that she was telling me about at a different event where they were all talking. And one of her friends was actively talking, doing a story, telling, gesticulating, the whole thing, blah, blah, blah. She's commanding the crowd, la, 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 la. Another one in their same circle leans over and throws up on her leg while she's talking. Just throws up on her pant leg. Just, and and then on the, on the shoes, just out. There was a pant leg there, though. It wasn't like yeah. an open Oh, no, no. She's okay. wearing, she was wearing pants. I'm still going to so, throw up, but okay. So she threw up on the thing, and then when she was done, she kind of stood up. She's cleaning her face off. And the woman who's talking grabs her water bottle and squeezes it down her pant leg and kept telling the story. She has kids. How many kids does she have? That's a pro. <laughs> That's a pro. She That's respect. I was just so she just kept like, you know, stuck her stuck her foot out like you're at the beach cleaning off your feet when you got that little spigot. The whole thing. Didn't even oh scream God. at her friend for gacking to on her. Be didn't this do- woman didn't interrupt her comedy routine. That's a pro. In stride. Yeah. We can learn. We can learn. Respect. That's All right. how I feel about life. There's so much to be learned. I have a new goal in life right now. I don't know if it's to be the schlemiel or the schlamazel in that story, to either throw up on someone or be thrown up on. Look, dear listener, did you think for a hot fucking second you were getting out of this episode without a shadooby or a vomit story? Because if you did, you should have hit stop at the one-minute mark or 58-minute mark because here you are. Um respect for her if she is a new listener welcome and you have found a home dear listener I want to thank you all for turning us on we hope in some small way we turned you on and as well as hoping that that way was not with a vomit story because that's a different requirement for podcasts that you have and maybe we don't meet those requirements we are your scatological listen Sometimes you have to, right? We are your scatological destination for all things poo and now vomit. Oh, and penises. This was a good penis episode. Look, I don't know what else to tell you, but we love you. We are grateful for you. And we're so grateful that you turned us on again today. Thank you so much. Have an amazing balls day. Phrase I thought I would never use. (laughs) It sounded funny coming out of my mouth, didn't it? Balls always sound funny coming out of my mouth. And in. Bye! That was the thing I didn't want to do because now you're going to use it against me because it's super gross. Don't put that in.